What's up, beautiful people? I hope you guys are doing well and listening to this in beautiful spirits. I'm your host, Nola Love, and you're listening to the Kickback Podcast. So grab your glass of wine, grab your cup of douce, or roll you up a few joints, because it's time to kick back. I want to welcome my first-time listeners. Thank you guys for being here. I cannot say this enough. You guys are amazing. I say this literally every episode. Every intro to my episode, I say how amazing you guys are because I've been checking my numbers and listen, I don't know, I don't know how this is happening, but I got some numbers. So it, it's a weird feeling, but thank you guys. Um, secondly, I want to thank my day one listeners, listeners who has been with me from the first episode. And honestly, you know what? You ain't even had to been here for the first episode but if you have binged this what is it six episodes I got five episodes I got if you binged it thank you um I just I I don't know all I can say is thank you thank you thank you I really appreciate you guys it's it's wild like I said to you guys before things could not get any worse it could only get better so thank you guys for sticking it out with me um thank you for everyone who has shared my podcast on that platform on that social media um anything who has spread it by word word of mouth anything you guys have done to get my my podcast out there thank you so much um I gotta start shouting everybody out so if you have or if you plan on you know um sharing the kickback podcast on your platforms please screenshot it and send it to me um so that I can so I can post it on my social media and shout everybody out because that's a big deal to me. And if you, if anybody ever take the time out to, to post something of mine that I'm doing, um, and support me, I'm, I'm shit. I'm most grateful because I, I try to support people as much as I can to the best of my ability. And it's just, it's just great when it's reciprocated. So thank you guys again. This week's artist of the week, if you guys do not know her, her name is motherfucking SZA. I've been obsessed with SZA since she since she came out, pretty much. Um, she's a singer from Maplewood, New Jersey. She signed to an independent record label called Top Dog Entertainment. Um, she got signed in, I want to say, 2013? Yeah, she got signed in 2013. She was the first female to sign to this specific record label, um, Sh- Top Dog Entertainment, Short TDE. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. You probably have. You probably heard of it. You probably have. You probably haven't. But um, just some big names that's on that label is Kendrick Lamar, Absol. Um, uh, what was that? Kendrick Lamar, Absol, Sc- Schoolboy Q. And another big name I would say is uh, J-Rock. But yeah, they're signed to that label. So that just gives you a little, a little bit of, um, uh, what's the, damn, I'm like, I'm like really at a loss for it right now. It gives you a little bit of a backstory as to what kind of label that is. That's a motherfucking label that's not to be played with. Fucking Kendrick Lamar is on that label. Everybody knows Kendrick Lamar. But, um... Yeah, she released she released her debut album in 2014. It's called Control. And honestly, that album has to be one of the better albums of the decade. If not one of the best albums of the decade, that album is fire. Bomb. Like I, when that shit came out, it was on repeat for me. You got I'm I can't say it's a listener for me, but Ladies, if you guys have not heard Control album by SZA, go check that shit out. It literally, it's, you can, you can listen straight through. No skip. No skip on there. I only skip songs on there because I've heard it so much. So, yeah, I go to my favorite, my absolute favorite song on there. But I can, I can still listen to that album straight through. Um, 
I think that her sound, if you if I, if I can say what kind of sound she has, I would say she gives you more of a neo soul vibe. Um, a little bit of neo soul, some jazz, throw some alternative R and B in there. That's the kind of feel she gives you. Uh, her voice is great. <laughs> her voice is great. She has a falsetto out of this where like she has a falsetto that. I feel like you can notice anywhere. Like if you heard a song and you hear it and it's in falsetto, you can be like, oh damn, that's scissor. Well, at least I can because I, I fuck with her like that. But I could definitely tell her, her voice, her falsetto, scissor is fucking amazing to me. Um, when when she came out, I'm like, damn. Like I was, I was a fan of scissor before she even came out with control. She has, um, a few a few EPs that had came out independently called S, one called Z, and I don't think she came out with an A, but those two EPs are bomb bomb as well. So um, I suggest y'all go check that shit out. But her fucking music is is just it just it's just dripping with mood, man. She's she's very talented, um, not only as an artist but I be forgetting that she she writes songs as well. She writes her own music for one, and she's written she's written. I said written. She's written for other big artists like um who's she written for? Uh, she wrote for Nicki Minaj. Oh shit, she wrote for Rihanna. If y'all know that song by Rihanna, Consideration. Yeah, that was her. She did that shit. She fucked that shit up, and she wrote for Beyonce. So I don't even feel like I need to. I need to do more explaining on her. Look who she look who she's written for. Like these some big ass names. So if they trust her with their music, y'all should trust her to listen to her music. Go check that shit out. I'm ready for some new music. She said that she was done singing. She's quitting music. She's retiring from that shit. But I don't believe it, and I will not stand for that shit. So SZA, get your ass back in the studio and release some fucking music because i need it all this other r&b that's out is great don't get me wrong i've been i've been um cleansing my palate with this art with the other r&b that's out but let's go scissor get it together get in the fucking um game because it's it's some 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 ladies out here that's trying to take your motherfucking spot and we can't have that so if you guys have not heard of scissor Go check her out. Um, it's S-Z-A. You don't spell it like you're spelling scissors. It's SZA. S-Z-A. So go check her shit out. She's dope. Um, like I said before, any artist that's featured on, on my artist of the week has to be a dope artist. Because I listen to dope music. That's debatable, but whatever. Alright, next segment is Black Excellence. Like I said, every day is um black history a day of black history month so originally my um black excellence was going to go to katherine johnson um which is she's a um, nasa mathematician if y'all ever seen that movie hidden figures it was depicted um she was one of the characters depicted on that movie truly an amazing woman but I came across um, an African-American doctor by the name of Dr. Hadia. I want to say her name is Hadia Nicole Green. What a black-ass name. Uh, Yeah, she's the first African-American doctor to cure cancer in mice successfully using nanoparticle technology. Whatever the fuck that may be, you see... Sis is out here doing a fucking thing because I can barely say nanoparticle technology. Oh, I said it. Well, yeah, she can use it. And I can barely say it. She became inspired to research um, a cure for cancer because she watched her aunt lose lose her, lose her battle to cancer, which I'm sure is fucking um, just hard. And she's she's watched the uncle suffer from chemo and you know different treatments that that go along with um treating cancer 
So her treatment uses laser-activated nanoparticles that were found to cure cancer within 15 days in mice. That that's absolutely incredible to me. 15 days in mice, but we haven't found a cure for cancer yet for humans. But this black woman has found a cure for cancer in mice that cures cancer in 15 days. I just, you know, some shit don't some shit don't process in my head well and I I can't process that because I don't understand how she has done this. I don't I'm not sure how long has how she been researching this shit, but I'm sure it's not as long as these white men have been trying to find a fucking cure for cancer in humans, period. And she found this shit, it clears it up in 15 days in my soul. That's unbelievable. And to make and to make the matters better, the the treatment that she that she has found, it does not require chemo, it doesn't require radiation, and it doesn't require surgery. Now, when you think of cancer, you automatically relate it to chemotherapy, radiation, or even surgery, because nine times out of ten, they have to remove um the tumor that's sitting on whatever it's sitting on it may be your bone it may be your organs um really depends on what type of cancer you have so this is definitely a revolutionary breakthrough especially in her field so the department of veteran affairs awarded her with a 1.1 million dollar grant to continue her research fucking amazing sis is out here showing out but um, that just makes me so fucking happy to hear she's that much closer to a cure. We're that much closer to a cure. And it will give me nothing but joy to know that a black woman who has probably faced many different adversities of her in her life has brought us that much closer to finding a cure for cancer. Cancer is a nasty disease, a ugly disease, um, and so many people have suffered from cancer. So I think it's about time that, you know, somebody found a cure or something close to it. You know what I'm saying? But it, I don't really want to get started on that type of shit because I really feel like it's it's something that the government has i really feel like we have by now we have that we have to have had found something something to make this this disease um manageable more manageable than than it has been because if you the chemo and the radiation and the surgeries that's that's no life to live hell if i develop cancer god forbid knock on wood just i just want to live my life i just want to live it out because that chemo that radiation and those surgeries that's that physically and mentally put a wear on your body and i feel like it makes your decline that much faster i know a few people that ha that have died from cancer and they were perfectly happy and healthy until they found out once they found out their health rapidly declined they got on chemo they got on radiation um, they have, they may have had some surgeries and all of that shit takes a toll on your body. And I don't understand how people don't see that. Uh, yeah, you lose your hair. People get frail and weak from radiation and chemo. Radiation is not something that, that should be put in our bodies, period, for no reason at all. But I guess because we found we found that little little amounts of radiation does us no harm or does little to no harm that it's okay to to put us through that. And while it may work for some people, sometimes it doesn't work for others. So the chances are slim. But all I'm saying is if if that ever happens to me, man, I just want to I just want to go out like I just want to go out on my own terms live my life to the fullest i was listening to a pot another podcast which um it, I, damn i cannot remember the name of it if i next i will um get the name of it and maybe next week i'll i can i'll tell you guys if i remember it but it was about a lady she developed breast cancer and 
many other things along with that um and from that she decided to she went through chemo and all that other shit but she decided to live her life like so she went on sexual ex- escapades which hey i'm here for that shit do what you gotta do to deal with your cancer because that shit sucks i don't wish that on my worst enemy enemy and i don't want to see nobody else go through that shit so um shout out to you dr hadia nicole green you are amazing continue to use that black girl magic and i cannot wait to hear what other breakthroughs you may have you may have in the future y'all i want to give a huge shout out to all the women in the world it is women's history month march 8th was women international women's day i believe yeah so a little back a little backstory on women's history month is that it started out as a day which is march 8th like i said um and in 1980 president jimmy carter turned it into a week and finally in 1987 congress declared the whole month of march um women's history month so that's cool and all and you know it's supposed to be a month to recognize to recognize honor and celebrate the many achievements of american women I think that women's history is an integral part of understanding American history. And I don't think that it should just be celebrated a month per year, just like black history month should not be celebrated one should not be celebrated one month per year. Women's history month should not be celebrated one, one month per year either. I think that's complete bullshit. I don't know how much research y'all do into history or how much, you know, looking back or you know just i don't even know if you guys think about it but women have done so much for this fucking country that's not talked about um and i think that just having a women's history month unintentionally reinforces the prevailing idea that when women do something it's just it's called women's history but when men do something you know to to achieve greatness is just called history so why is it that women it has to be why why is it that when we achieve something great it has to be called women's history why can't it just be called history i don't think that i don't think that it's it's taught enough in school like yeah we we know the names of iconic figures in history such as Harriet Tubman, um, Susan B. Anthony, shit, even Mary McLeod Bethune, hell, Alice Paul, we know the names of them, but there are so many more women who's done, they've done great things in history that hasn't been talked about, and we know nothing about, so I feel like just having a month doesn't do anything justice, I feel like just having this month makes school boards and curriculum committees feel like they've included women without having to do more like update books and state standards so that women history is written into them and being learned year round but i don't know i guess they lack a deeper understanding of how women have stepped into u.s history and what u.s history looks like from the perspective of women so i mean as we honor the ongoing work of women to gain equal citizenship, um, which is some shit that low-key we still fighting for, um, it's time, man. It's time to integrate women's stories fully into our national narratives and civic memories. Because we still fight, like I said, we still fighting for equality. Niggas don't, re- men don't respect us in the workplace. Let, let's be real about that shit how many women get passed up on so many exec jobs or ceo jobs or um you know just high level positions not not because they're not qualified not because they can't do the job efficiently or effectively but because a man is standing next to them running for that same position wanting that same position so of course they're going to give it to the fucking man over the woman because men have so many stigmas on women 
and and how we operate in the workplace. They think that we're too emotional. We operate from our emotions and and not from a strategic point of view, which is not always true about some women. You got women out in this world who who's dedicated, and I mean dedicated to their job to the detriment of themselves. They don't have families because they they trying to prove how they're they're deserving of the position that they're going out to get. They're deserving of that of that CEO position. They're deserving of that that manager position. You know, any anything, any any type of leadership position that a woman wants, we have to fight extra hard for. And I mean, a hundred times harder than a man has to fight for that job. We have to fight for that shit. We have to be perfect. We cannot miss a step. So I think that we should not just have a women's history month. Um, we should work to, to have women's history just under history period. It's important. Um, I think that it it needs to be taught in schools, how valuable women are to this country, to this world period. We literally make this fucking world go round because without us, men can't function. Let's just be real. Let's talk. I, you know what? Actually, let's not talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. I'm going to save that for another episode because I feel like that deserves a whole nother episode to itself. Y'all, I'm 20 minutes in and I have not started no fucking topic. Not one. So let's get to it. Fucking the Corona. Listen, I'm over this shit already. At first, I was not. I wasn't scared. Like, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Let's go about our lives. You know, I'm I'm still not scared, but I'm a little bit weary about every fucking thing that's going on. I'm sure everybody know the coronavirus is going, is, is going around. It's spreading like fucking wildfire. Um, code name. What is it? Code Viet 19. <laughs> the stupidest shit. What, what the fuck is code Viet 19? I guess it does stand for coronavirus what is the d and what is 19 i don't get this shit and i don't get how these scientists come up with these names these code names for it covid19 it's called the coronavirus just say that the fuck but if y'all don't know it spread it from person to person um just uh that's disgusting uh when somebody sneezes and coughs the droplets come out of their mouths and their noses and all of that type of shit and when you standing in front of them or next to them you inhale all of that shit that they just exhaled oh my god i am getting chills thinking about that shit that is the nastiest god i cannot but let me get back on track so you contract this shit through your respiratory, the respiratory droplets produced when somebody sneezes or coughs. So pretty much stay the fuck away from people, stay out of people's faces. This shit can spread and you, and people can spread it before they even get symptoms. Like no symptoms have to be shown in a person for them to, to spread this virus to somebody else. So they probably spread it like a day or two before they symptoms started. And, you know, it's it's nothing you can do. So pretty much people, wash your hands. Do not be touching people unnecessarily. Like, I, I'm a person that I hate to be. Don't touch me. Please don't touch me. I hate that shit. Do not touch me. Like, it's no reason for people to just be putting their hands on you. Um, I get that people are friendly and, and that's cool, but... I'm a big energy person and I'm, and I'm big on the transference of energy. So I feel like if somebody's touching me or hugging me or anything like that, they're giving me their energy. And I would like to willingly hug someone or willingly let someone touch my shoulder or some shit like that. But people just choose to come up and tap you, come up and put their hand on your back all that shit. They just choose to do that. Please don't do that shit. I hate that. I don't know what type of bad energy people got going on in their lives, but I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't need anybody transferring their bad energy to me. I need all of the positive vibes. 
all of them. So I, I'm very selective on who I hug or, you know, who I'm dapping up or some shit like that. Like, I, you know, out of the spur of the moment, I might, you know, just dap, dap somebody up or shake somebody's hand. But it, it kind of puts me on edge. It, it, it triggers a little bit of my anxiety that I didn't know I had. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm just saying all this to say, people, keep y'all hands to y'all selves. Wash y'all hands, sanitize as much as y'all can, um, sanitize any areas that you may be working in, or, you know, if, if it's not, if it's, if you know other people have, have been touching the same shit that you're touching, be careful, you know, sanitize, wear gloves, you might look stupid, you might be the only one in the, in the office wearing some latex gloves, but hey, you gotta take that precaution, and it's, that shit is serious, man, 800 people in the U.S., 800 people in the U.S. got this shit. 27 of them died. That's a serious outbreak. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is getting serious. Oh, and I read that in the Washington area, some cases have hit Seattle, but they have it has really affected um, a city called Kirkland, Kirkland, Washington. 18 residents of a long-term care facility died from coronavirus. 18 people in one facility you but nobody's talking about that listen don't just know wear your face mask all that shit see I, I have a theory that the Chinese government released this virus to kill off their people because they got too many people in China that's just my theory you know so I'm gonna expand on that a little bit right so I think that they secretly released this fucking virus in the air or they they use somebody as a pawn to spread this shit to people in China so that they can slowly die off to eliminate some of their population, right? But I don't really think that they thought it through. I think that they just like, oh, okay, yes, we're going to get rid of some of our population, right? But not knowing that motherfuckers go to china tourists are in china so when y'all release this shit we gonna not we because i have never been out the country let alone china but tourists are gonna bring that shit back to their home countries y'all didn't think about that shit i'm sticking with that i think they did that shit and that's what i'm sticking with and you know like i said before i, I wasn't i wasn't scared I wasn't scared of this shit until, um, yeah, it just became a fucking epidemic. Like, people, states are shutting down. New York has called a state of emergency. I think somebody said Illinois was in a state of emergency. But I ain't really heard that, but I don't really watch too much news either. I get my news from... I'm really going to talk about where I get my news from, because... <laughs> I'm gonna sound real crazy, but um, yeah, Trump. I get my news off Twitter. <laughs> sorry, sorry to say yes. I get that shit off Twitter, and hey, it, it's legit and it's effective. But Trump just says, you know, oh, it'll go away. Yeah, no, I don't believe shit Trump say. Trump got a whole bunker that he probably living in right about now. But um, I heard that it's it's a cure for that shit. I heard that. It's a cure for it, but us poor people can't afford it. So the only people that can afford it is people like Elon Musk. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Don't I don't put that past nobody. I'm sure they got little um valves of cures of this shit for the rich and for the promising. But you know, it is what it is. That's the that's the world we live in. They um the world we live in benefits the the rich and not the poor. So we just got to merely make it. But um, this shit threw me all off when I seen they canceled South by Southwest. What? South by Southwest got canceled because of the coronavirus? Now I'm scared. Because South by Southwest is a music festival that's held every year. It's a huge ass music festival. It's I think it's bigger than Rolling Loud um it's held in austin texas and it's pretty much a little a festival it's a it's a weekend thing 
and it's a festival that you know all the artists come uh they may be performing some just may be there to network um up and coming artists come inspiring artists go they literally every everyone literally not and not just artists fans everyone literally travels to austin texas every year for this south by southwest festival and that shit got shut down they was not playing um they they didn't want none of that corona smoke none of that shit and y'all let me (laughs) yo harvard let me get started on harvard university so harvard university is supposed to be this prestigious college so hard to get into um they make great presidents you know well i should say great presidents come out of that school yada 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 right they kicked all their fucking students off the campus they told them do not come back after spring break what they told them this what mar uh i think i read march 10th they got to be gone by march 15th so yeah yeah because they gave them five days they gave the students five days to pack their things and to get off campus they have to be off campus by march 15th students are outraged parents are outraged like I would fucking be living if I went to that school. It's you got they got students that come from different countries. They they travel internationally to be there. So what the fuck are they supposed to do? That's crazy. Like they didn't give them no type of options um as to as for like other housing they may they may be able to have like nothing. They just told these students they got to go. And classes will be held online until further notice. Harvard University has a, what is it? I think it was a, a $40 billion endowment. That is going to sustain that fucking school for the rest of time. $40 billion for one school on top of all the tuition that they get paid. That school don't have shit to worry about. So I feel like the least they could have done was provide a hotel hotel rooms for the international if not all the students just the international students at least how do y'all how do they expect people to to buy plane tickets internationally in that short period of time i mean i guess they say it's a fucking epidemic going around so hey flights are cheap i seen a a a round trip ticket for a hundred dollars to new orleans i mean not to new orleans to miami that's that's the lowest i've ever seen that shit so yeah it it, it's some shit that's going on in the world but i feel like they could have at least provided some transportation some housing something for these students they didn't have to just kick them out on their ass like that that's that's real fucked up man but listen that corona shit it's oh it's getting me i'm washing my hands like i ain't never washed them before my shit goddamn skin coming off my fingertips because i'm washing them so much but listen i can't take no chances i got a one-year-old and i i can't no i can't i can't take no chances not whatsoever but speaking of um the corona slapping the shit out of people the rapper the baby slapped the shit out of this girl i mean she was a fan of course but it was a video that I seen and uh, it looked like he was, you know, just walking through the club with some security and it looks like the girl was just trying to take a little video of him, but you can see her poke her phone out and it, and it damn near hits him in the face. So soon as that happened, he slapped the shit out of her. Like she went down. I'm like, wow. Like he did not hesitate. And you know, the baby is known for standing his ground like he didn't got a he didn't shot somebody to death i think twice actually you know for protecting himself so he ain't he ain't for none and he take he take his protection seriously and i just i man i pray that, that girl is okay i pray that she you know what i ain't, i wouldn't be mad at her if she decided to sue and get some money out of him because hey you gotta get in where you fit in because i know if that was me listen I'm not getting up off that ground. Somebody gonna have to call an ambulance because, hey, I'm suing the shit out of that nigga. Like, I'm suing the shit out of him. Like, you just, come on. Come on, baby. And I love the baby. But you can't just be slapping people. Like, I know she put that phone in his face or it may have, the phone may have touched him a little bit. But come on. 
it was not necessary for him to to cock his hand back and just slap her ass like that and i get that they're in a club it's dark he 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 didn't he claims on a video that he posted apologizing he claims that he didn't see who it was and uh you know that they he wished they could have went about it in a better way it was it's a whole video online of him slapping the girl then it's a whole video video of him online apologizing for it like come on just you just don't do that shit like for one you a celebrity so what you think that you're not gonna get sued these celebrities be out here thinking they larger than motherfucking life itself because it ain't no way in hell a celebrity gonna slap me and think i'm not finna get paid think i'm not gonna settle for some no listen we could settle this in court or out but either way it go, I'm getting me some fucking coins. That shit was crazy. And I can't believe, I really can't believe he smacked her like that. He didn't even know who the fuck she was. He didn't even know if that was a, a male or a female. He just smacked her. So, my prayers goes out to that to that young lady. I'm sure she probably got a little black eye. But, hey, she also deserves it, though, too. Because she shouldn't have had her phone all in his face like that. Celebrities do deserve some privacy. But, he he just he just ain't right for just smacking her like that, man. Y'all should go y'all go check that video out. It's online, Google it. Y'all I'm sure y'all can find it. Yo, speaking of videos, did y'all see that video of Oprah? Her ass took a whole tumble on the stage. So she was giving a little TED talk or speech, whatever the fuck she was doing, wherever the fuck she was at. All I know is she was on stage and the funny thing is she was talking about balance. She was she was saying something about um the balance of something. I don't fucking know, but she was talking about balance. She took a turn and she stepped like two steps. Her ass said whoop whoop and bounced right on the floor. Oh my god, the way that she fell was hilarious. Like I died laughing. And you know what? God, please forgive me for doing that because I know Oprah is probably considered a senior now. She has to be over the age of 65, right? And think when you're over the age of 65, you're considered a senior. So it's never good when a senior falls. Like, they're liable to break some shit. And um, it was a, she posted a picture of her, like, resting her ankle or a boot on her foot or some shit like that. So I'm guessing she sprained, she sprained her ankle. So that's, that's not funny, but just the fact that she fell and the, the visual of that, that shit was hilarious. I seen somebody say, um, oh, it must have been a gust of Michael Jackson that knocked her over. Oh, y'all got to stop. I don't know if y'all get that joke, but she was supposed to be doing a, a documentary um, around the guys that Michael Jackson has allegedly molested. And she got a bunch of backlash for that shit. So motherfuckers just being petty now. But that shit was funny. Um, then she gonna post a, a a video talking about um I got my shoes on this show. It was her last show that she was doing. Um, and she decided to wear her sneakers so that she could that balance could be on point and she won't take another goddamn tumble. But man, that shit was funny. I'm actually gonna go back and watch that video because the way y'all I'm telling you she hit the floor and bounced a little bit like the funniest the funniest shit it's it's oprah so come on now it's 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 funny but she she did very well and um coming back from it i should say she she didn't seem embarrassed she just continued on with things you know normal day in oprah shoes i guess whatever y'all i have to have to have to have to talk about love is blind if y'all have not seen this show y'all must go watch this shit literally it's a hit show it's a netflix original um it's it's pretty much a love experiment and what what they do is all the contestants or the personalities on the show they're there to find their lifelong partner somebody they they're gonna marry or they want to marry so by the end of the show you're supposed to have gotten engaged and you get to alter and eventually say i do or i don't right the thing is they do not see each other they physically do not see each other until they get engaged right so that's a motherfucking trip right there listen that's crazy and that's some shit that it sounds fun and in a perfect world i would love to do that shit if i didn't have my forever person but yo 
it's hilarious so they're pretty much in two separate pods behind a wall and they just talk to each other they get to know each other over a series of dates who knows how long the shit really is i've seen some interviews and they said that that they they were dating literally for 12 hours a day sometimes so they would talk to each person like four hours a day which is that's a that's a lot of goddamn talking and listen i I only want to talk to people for goddamn 20 minutes so i commend them for that but two couples that stood out to me is um cameron and lauren cameron is a white guy and lauren is a black woman and they are absolutely fucking adorable right spoiler alert i'm giving out spoilers so if you guys have not watched this show have not seen this show have not heard about this show go check it out because i am about to spoil some shit right all right turn it off now because here we go lauren and cameron at the end of the show they both said i do lauren was going back and forth like you know wondering if she was gonna say i do to him or i don't but we all knew she was gonna say i do it's something about cameron like while he was a white boy which is something i guess lauren was kind of struggling with because she's so pro-black but he's it seemed like he genuinely care about her he genuinely loves her like they genuinely made a connection and that shit was the cutest shit i've seen i was like oh my god like they god i love them i love love like cameron and lauren and this show was taped in 2018 it's now 2020 and they still together that's bomb as fuck so i just i just i just have to say shout out to them so that they fucking made that shit work and i've been a creep and i follow uh lauren i don't follow her on instagram but i've been checking their instagrams out and they ain't really doing this shit and then they created a youtube page oh, i'm excited about that shit because i'm about to be tuned in right so another couple that stood out for me was carlton and diamond lord chile i cannot right so from the moment listen from the moment i seen well from the moment carlton started talking in the in the pods or even in his little interviews they do i knew this man this man just i knew he was gay just you you can just tell like i don't want to stereotype gay men or um homosexual people any at all but you can tell like gay men have a, a certain flair on their words um they they talk a certain way and they use their hands in certain motions like i know that's crazy it sounds crazy when i say it but trust me if you if you've seen it you know it and he gave me all of that all of them vibes like when he was in the pod like just on the show just seeing him like just his mannerisms i'm like he's gay what is what is he doing and so eventually he admits to the show like yeah i'm um i've always battled with you know being bisexual and which is you know that that's not a problem for him but he's battled judgment you know for being bisexual and the and the stigmas they get on bisexual men uh listen it was a lot right so carlton was dating is dating as well was dating this girl named diamond and listen they had a connection she felt like you know they were falling in love and shit like that waddle waddle however you may have it right so he ended up proposing to her she said yes so once all the couples agreed to get engaged and all this shit right they take they take a vacation so that they can get to know each other and um you know just get to be with each other and embrace each other and you know see how see how things work out they had an emotional connection now they had to try to develop their physical connection right so diamond and carlton they get to mexico and carlton is like going back and forth and say like should i tell this girl like what do i do i know i need to tell her how do i tell her right for one carlton you're stupid and you fucked up because when you were in the pods you should have told this girl that you was bisexual then like what you proposed to her she said yes you think she's not gonna be pissed off and i think diamond took it well i'm gonna get there 
but let me get back to how he should have been told her this like you you just think that that's something that you're supposed to withheld from somebody you you don't think that you planning to propose to somebody you don't think they should know that if i understand that the man been judged all his life for it but you gotta take it you gotta take it with a grain of salt because this is the life that you chose to live not saying that he just chose to be bisexual because it, it's debatable whether homosexuality you're born with it or you know or you choose it i'm not gonna get into that right now because that's a whole nother conversation but while they're in mexico he finally confesses that he's attracted to hearts and souls which is another way of him saying that he's bi so they try to have the conversation and diamond you know she took it very well she started you know wanting to ask some questions and you know dig into it deeper and carlton literally gets on the defense and flips out he lost his shit so rightfully diamond lost her shit and and flipped out in return you know words words were was exchanged and she throws a drink in his face he's she storms off engagement is over right so 18 months pass carlton apologized for you know the his behavior and how he treated her which was absolutely horrible so they've been doing interviews i guess and they, they both took accountability for how things were handled don't know why diamond is sorry i really i really have no clue about that because i don't feel like she did nothing wrong she tried to she tried to have that conversation he blew up at her so i mean it was only right that she she blew up at him back like what else would what would you do you know what i'm saying because i would have went about it that way too uh so diamond she then becomes the face of a term biphobia i've never heard that and all these phobias are coming to light the world is too fucking sensitive so biphobia is a term aimed at heterosexual women who don't wish to date bisexual men and the idea is that the reason why heterosexual women don't want to date bisexual men is rooted in ignorance fear and insecurity so the three top reasons that have been asserted is that a heterosexual woman, be- woman believes that a bisexual man can't be faithful to her i guess you should say because he's interested in both parties he's putting on a front and that he's really gay and using her as a beard or that bisexual men are um disease written and having sexual encounters with one will leave you with the disease that they may have and i'm like damn it just can't be that a straight woman just don't want to have sex with men that have sex with other men so they like to say that that's about implicit bias that the act of sex between men is deviant and that's why we have an issue with men having sex with other men or you believe it makes them less masculine and that's a sign that you are biphobic listen i don't understand why this is a phobia instead of a preference i simply don't want to date men that like to have sex with other men that's my preference i'm not being biphobic i'm not being i'm not discriminating it's just a preference i don't like to date skinny guys that's a preference i don't i don't want to date a married man or somebody who's separated that's a preference people just take shit so far like it does not have to be this deep it's simply i don't want I don't want that's not what I want for myself how does wanting a heterosexual man make someone biphobic I just want a man who likes women who and I don't have to worry about if if they might want a man at some point I mean I guess it's a fear so what that does not make me biphobic nor does it make any other woman who believes the same biphobic as women 
it's just listen it's tiresome being told what to do or you know when it comes to dating and relationships and sex like come on now we grown as hell and we should not be told because we don't want to have sex with bisexual men that we're biphobic and that we aren't recognizing our phobias or or implicit bias if you're trying to convince people your train of thought how about you just stop calling them names you know what I'm saying? Don't don't call me biphobic because I don't want to date a bisexual man. All people hear is you calling them a bigot. So yes, I would be defensive too, as long as everyone is consenting adults. Have at it. Do what you want to do. I I never understand why people be so caught up on what other people are doing sexually. How about you just worry about your sex life and how boring or how great it may be and focus on that so yeah diamond is um she's getting a lot of backlash and death threats and all that type of bullshit all because of carlton deciding not to fucking tell her that he was bisexual prior to (coughs) excuse me prior to becoming engaged to this woman that's a big fucking deal and i don't see how she's biphobic she just simply wants a life with a heterosexual man like period it's simple like i said before people just be doing way too much they think way too deeply into the simplest of shit like the girl just wants to be in a happy marriage with a heterosexual guy Is that too much to fucking ask? That's crazy. And I can't believe how how far, you know, this is all gone. But, hey, that's the world we live in. Everybody's sensitive about shit. But, guys, I had so much shit to kind of get to today, and I did not get to all of it because I'm looking at the time, and I've been on the mic for damn near an hour. It's been 52 minutes and counting. I feel like that's long enough to to have you guys listening to my fucking voice. Thank you guys for listening. You all are phenomenal. If you guys are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review this um podcast. Please, please, please. I really appreciate it. If you guys are listening on Stitcher, Spotify, or any other platform, leave a comment. Um, share this on your social medias. Yeah, let's get the traffic up, man. I'm I'm liking the numbers I'm seeing. So let's continue to grow. And I want you guys to continue to grow with me. So with that being said, I hope you guys stay positive, stay fearless, and most importantly, stay safe. I am Nola Love, and you're listening to the Kickback Podcast. Ah!